Now holla if you hear me though It's the Rich Keith Show here we go, you're now rocking with the Rich Keith Show on your radio. You're about to hear the chronicles from a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it. He's talking about all the sports, and he's also a hashtag dork. And the father of two sweet daughters, the leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight, six to ten, more like Six to midnight, ow The mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the, the Rich Keith Project Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy oh, Welcome into a Wednesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show here on WEEI It's a full tang program up until 10 o'clock And joining us as he does every Wednesday and Monday is Nick Fitzy Stevens. Fitzy, how are you? Hey, Rich, congratulations to you, my man, you. on the old hump day four-hour full tang show. Not a lot of people nope. get that distinct honor, sure. That is definitely uh, true. Now, listen, I was in a uh, vortex, if you will, huh? of parental uh, duties. Yeah. I, I was zipping one kid here, the other kid over there. Made it just at the deadline here to join you for four hours of action-packed Ooh. sports. So catch me up on what's happening. Well, I'll, I'll catch you up on a uh, Gary Myers tweet. Gary Myers, of uh, formerly Wait, of the New York I Daily News. I have my Gary Myers alert set. <laughs> I would you? imagine that you do. Uh, Gary Myers, and this is blue checkmark Gary Myers, so you know that he pays for it. Uh, also, it is just insane. So for people that aren't on Twitter or don't know all the rules about Twitter, apparently if you pay for Twitter, you're allowed to tweet out like books. There's no limit on like what made Twitter kind of a uh, uh, you know uh, unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. So Gary Myers just recklessly tweets out like four paragraphs with no spaces in between them. Yeah, at that point, can I just can you just it's give me much. a link to a Substack or something? Yeah. Like I don't need to read. Send a me novella. somewhere else. It's too much. I was just waiting for the uh, the canned response of the. I'm happy for you or sorry that happened to you. Like, that's always my favorite. Like, I'm not going to read all this. But anyway, it's very relevant to us. It's very relevant to uh, Bill Belichick. So Gary Myers, who wrote a book on Belichick, he's written books, I think, on the Giants. Like, the guy, he's tied in. Uh, It's kind of long, but here we go. Gary Myers says, a lot of people have questioned in the last few minutes whether Belichick would enjoy California after I mentioned my sources believe the Chargers will be the favorites to get him. He goes, oh, actually, no, let me let me read the one prior to that then, I guess. I, I He had an update. They're both really long. One of my well-placed sources believe the Chargers are the favorites for Bill Belichick in 2024. Excellent quarterback, team ready to win. Belichick likes California and the beach. Pause. What? Belichick likes the beach, so now the Chargers are the favorite? Belichick does beach. Like what? Now, is, he, now he does. Now, as he famously he famously does beach. He yeah. loves California. Something that we all yes. know about Bill Belichick. Guy can't also get loves Nantucket. Rich, he's got multiple homes They're on Nantucket. Away. Yeah, and of course we all remember the photos of a couple years ago, back when a certain member of our broadcast team here on the weekends referred to him as Barbados Belichick. <laughs> when he was uh, shirtless on the beaches of Barbados yeah, yeah. in a baby blue suit that had a lot of people thinking. Wait a second. Is that friggin' Daniel Craig from well, Casino Royale? Yep. <laughs> Daniel Craig, who some have said uh, looks like a potato, but either way, uh, 
So this is funny to me because when you're a multimillionaire, you better live near the beach. Otherwise, you'll never get to the beach. You'll never have an opportunity to get to the beach. But anyway, I'll continue. Uh, as Gary Myers talking about his well-placed source shot down Gary Myers' theory of Belichick to the Cowboys, even though Bill Parcells, who is now one of Belichick's confidants, enjoyed working four years for Jerry Jones, and Jones likes Belichick. He had an interesting reason why Parcells would not push Belichick to Dallas. He said Belichick already won the Super Bowl, six of them in New England, where Parcells didn't win any in his four seasons with the Patriots. He doesn't think that Parcells would want Belichick winning the Super Bowl with a second team Parcells didn't win the ring. Like, just ridiculous details. Uh, A return to the Giants, some have speculated. Gary Meyer says not happening. They are almost certainly sticking with Brian Dayball. Belichick had an opportunity to return to the Giants in 2018 when it was getting messy in New England, but it didn't get very far. The Giants are too far away from winning now anyway. Not only does Belichick need 18 more victories to pass Don Shula, I thought it was 17, but maybe I'm wrong, as the all-time winningest coach, but I imagine winning a Super Bowl without Tom Brady after Brady won one without him is very, very high on his to-do list. Again, Gary, just because you're allowed to tweet a thousand words doesn't mean you should. Leave it with the first part. Well-placed source believes Chargers are the favorite. Done. That's all That's all I needed. Chargers are the favorite for Bill Belichick. What do you think of that? Uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense because let's look at what Bill Belichick would most be attracted to aside from sweet waves, bro, and the salt air. Okay, number one, uh, a huge payday. Okay, now notoriously, Spinos et al. with the Chargers have been Pretty, pretty thrifty. But if they want to win while they can, and they haven't been able to with this boob of a head coach, Brandon Staley, okay, it would make sense to get after one of the greatest coaches of all time. Uh, a roster that's ready to win, check. Uh, a quarterback that you can build around that's already a veteran that you don't have to worry about teaching the game to, who preferably has a strong arm, check. Uh, also a fan base and a media that's not going to get up his rear the same way that Boston has <laughs> they for will the last 20-plus years. No. He will get sweethearted and treated like a golden god in Hollywood. It makes all the sense in the world to put the Chargers as one of the front runners, if not maybe the clubhouse leader. Do you I speculate. I was gonna say, do you think Belichick has learned his lesson where uh, you know it came out that I think this is one of the Seth Wickersham articles. It came out that you know if you just gave me a, a mediocre quarterback or like a quarterback in the middle of the pack, they could win. Like an average quarterback, they could win. And maybe he didn't like all the attention, certainly by the end that Brady was getting, all the credit that he was getting. You go to the Chargers now. Justin Herbert hasn't broken through. He hasn't won playoff games, but he is considered one of the five or six best quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Would he not? Would he like that, or would he not like that? That's a great question because yeah. if now no, I don't think it would be an issue because while Belichick famously said that it bothered him way back in the Cleveland days right. that any player would get paid more than a head coach, and obviously his ego is big enough for him to have not wanted to have shared the spotlight any longer with Tom Brady or have Tom Brady get yeah. paid more than him, hence why he sent him off for that miserable season Brady had that culminated in a Super Bowl in Tampa in 2020. If he goes to Los Angeles and the Chargers go to, I don't know, the AFC Championship or a Super Bowl, Justin Herbert will be heralded as a champion, but Belichick will get all the credit. Yeah, because Herbert hasn't won it yet. Right, and he'd be the one that, that right, he hasn't won anything. Yeah, no, he just he he looks great, and then the team usually lets him down. Right, like they've had some bad, bad special teams, some dumb Brandon Staley decisions over the last couple of years. They've had they've had a lot of issues there. So, really, real quick, here's Gary Myers, the follow up 
Uh, he says, a lot of people have questioned in the last few minutes whether Belichick would enjoy California after I mentioned my sources believes the Chargers will be the favorites to get him. Here's insight into the mind of coaches and how they view the location of where they coach. Bill Parcells, it all goes back to Parcells with Myers. Of course. Bill Parcells wanted the Packers job in 92. I asked him then how he could want to live in Green Bay of all places, especially after being in the New York area for so long. Paraphrasing, his answer that has st- stuck with me for 30 years I leave my house when it's dark and I drive to the office. I stay until late at night when it's dark and drive home. I do the same thing the next day. Does it matter where I live? Even so, considering the weather difference between Green Bay and L.A., I think Belichick would handle Southern California just fine. By the way, Packers GM Ron Wolf, one of Parcells' best friends, hired Mike Holmgren. How do you like that? These are, these are the ramblings of a madman. Like, yes, wh- they are. This is like talk about connecting the dots. Stop tweeting, and you actually what he did was he completely um, countered his first statement. It's like Belichick would be great with the Chargers because he loves California and he loves the beach. It's like he doesn't want to go to California. It's like actually he'd go anywhere, and you're like what? Then what the hell are you talking about with the California? That's like the crazed detective who has all those pictures on the board. Pepe Sylvia. It's Pepe Sylvia. It's it's Charlie Kelly trying to figure out where uh, Bill Belichick is going. It's like he loves California, but he would coach anywhere. He'd coach on the moon if they had a team. It's like you've lost me. Well, but also, wouldn't it make sense though if we're gonna like if we're gonna deep, 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 deep dive on this stuff? Of course we are. If Belichick has long since said that he only wants to coach people that he likes and doesn't want to have to deal with rookies, uh, that wouldn't you also like maybe then sort of like guesstimate that maybe he's like you know what. Kind of like when Brady said, like, I don't want to do that New England weather anymore. Yeah. If Belichick's in his early 70s and single, doesn't he, <laughs> you know, doesn't he want at this point now just like be where it's warm and fun as opposed to like yeah. a place that I, that I speculated well, like Dallas maybe is warm he and fun. pursue him? Like, what about Chicago? Like, I always thought Chicago might make sense because the roster's getting better. Not warm and, and fun, though. They might Cold. have. Yeah, Cold, but also legendary. You know, he respects those heritage franchises. Yes. But. Uh, but also, they're going to have two picks in the top five. But do you want him making those picks? Like, this is what's crazy to me. Like, all these, te- everyone's talking about like, all these, like, where Belichick's going to choose to go. Why on God's green earth would these teams want Bill Belichick? Have they seen the last four years? Have they seen where the current Patriots team is? And are all of these teams offering them um, player control as well? Because that would be reckless by those organizations. But that's also how you're probably going to break the tie. That's also how you're going to get them in if you really want them. But. You're, aren't you just hiring or I guess maybe trading for the name and the the history? Like at this point, like I don't think what he's doing now makes him a top 10 coach. He's nowhere near a top 10 player personnel guy. So I think it would be a waste of time for all these teams. I, I can't believe all these teams would want him. See, I think I think Belichick is still a top 10 coach. I, I do. Really? I, I, I think in terms of just like gridiron savvy, chess moves, the defense. Look, we haven't seen it. If you, if you it, really. look at, uh, yeah, but, he, but it's because Rich. I think in a lot of ways, there's been no one that has been able to, a, and this is something that was hit on a lot in the Barnwell piece. He's had uh, in ESPN.com. If anyone hasn't had a chance to read Bill Barnwell's piece on the on what's happened to the Patriots, mm-hmm. great read. And he took it from behind the paywall and put it on the homepage. But uh, number one, Belichick has had so much power for so long. There, there's nobody to get in the way to be his checks or balances. It's all yes men 
and family. But wouldn't that be his next place too? Friends, you can't do like that's the thing. Yeah, right. Maybe the next job sort of comes with the disclaimer, like, look, you can. Uh, we'll give you the keys to the Cadillac. You can do what you want, etc. You just can't bring in everyone with the same last name or people that say yes all the time. Because <laughs> I have a feeling the coaching staff would look pretty similar, uh, is, is my guess. But uh, where's Belichick going? Do you believe Myers? I mean, we were talking yesterday about maybe the the Commanders were up there, the Cowboys, Giants. Now the Chargers, according to Gary Myers. 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here, a full-tang program right now. Here's Joe Braverman in for Stiz. He's got your trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Top two teams in the Eastern Conference squaring off once again in Philly as the Celtics begin their four-game road trip against the Sixers. They'll be without both Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis. Brown is dealing with an illness while Porzingis has a right knee contusion. The Sixers will be without Nicholas Batum and their reigning MVP Joel Embiid is a game-time decision with a hip injury. That tip-off will be in a little more than an hour at 7.30. Some other NBA news. Former Celtics big man Daniel Tice will reportedly sign with the Clippers after a buyout with the Pacers. And the league will look deeper into last night's ejections between the Warriors and Timberwolves, which saw Draymond Green supposedly put Rudy Gobert in a chokehold. The Patriots had their last practice before going on their bye week. In the media portion of practice, Mac Jones was seen taking reps with the starter. Some other news in the NFL. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will undergo season-ending sh- shoulder surgery and the Bengals will be without receiver T Higgins against the Ravens tomorrow night. Bruins took down the Sabres last night 5 to 2. They'll return to the TD Garden ice tomorrow against the Canadiens and the Red Sox are close to hiring former reliever Andrew Bailey to be their next pitching coach this according to Ken Rosenthal. I'm Joe Braverman and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. And we're talking about Bill Belichick's future, as it certainly doesn't look like it's going to be in New England. And it sounds like there could be a number of different suitors, different sources saying different places. The latest being Gary Myers, uh, formerly of the New York Daily News. I'd say pretty tied in football guy. And uh, he heard from someone that the Los Angeles Chargers, who certainly need to make a coaching change, Fitz. I think we can all agree there will be an opening there. We've been out on Staley for ages. This guy yeah. has cost that team he really with has. his obsessive love of analytics so many games for so yeah. long. Anybody who blows a 30-3 to playoff game against the Jacksonville Jaguars has got to go. That he survived this year right. only speaks to the thriftiness that kept uh, Josh McDaniels in play in Vegas for half a season. But that would be uh, pretty wild. And then it's also like, what could you get for him? Will there be other teams bidding? It, and is, is it all over, too? Like, I mean, I guess there's always the, does Bill want to stay and does Kraft want to stay? Like, so many of us think have kind of written that off. Like, oh, he's not yeah. going to be back. But that's still a possibility. Like, he's, I, I don't think. I, I, at this point now, the, the betting odds have to be more in favor of Belichick's departure than him, his remaining in the rebuild. Yeah, have but it, but if if you had to put odds, and I know they did this, although I think they did it if it was anybody other than the Patriots, and there's like a whole bunch of odds you can bet on some of these sites, but if you included the Patriots on that list and you had to give everybody odds, do you think the Patriots would be the favorite, or do you think somebody like the Chargers because of this report or the Commanders because of uh, previous reports, would they be the Vegas favorite over the Patriots, you think? I think because Vegas is so good at making money, yeah. they would try to take the public's money by placing the Patriots as the favorites 
when I think a lot of us that follow this team to the obsessive detail and length that we do yeah, yeah. believe he's going to go. So I think that it would be like, it'd probably be Patriots, Chargers, Commanders, Field. Well, it's funny because it was probably an idea that got popped up four or five weeks ago where you're like, oh, a trade. Like a, a who, the Patriots traded for Belichick back in the day and they might trade him away because it felt like, mm-hmm. are they going to fire him or is he going to retire? And like that was sort of the debate for a little bit. And you're like, all right, I, you know, what is, are they going to like mutually part ways and then he's going to go off into the sweet good night? It's like, no, he might continue to coach. And where would he go? I mean, it'd be good for the league. Like anytime you have a massive, like, uh, you know, the greatest coach of all time, big name guy, the biggest name in coaching. Going somewhere else? I mean, there'd be a lot of attention on that. That'd be that'd be great for football. It would be. It would be. Are you kidding? What a jolt oh, that mean, would be for the 2024 season locally. The way that would yeah. kick things up and renew interest in a team right now that's tickets are selling just, for less than 50 percent of value. Oh my god! Yeah. I, and I, I know what you're saying about you know if if he's replacing a guy like Brandon Staley or if he's replacing like a Mike McCarthy or something like there still could be an upgrade. But I'm fascinated to know just how much control they do give him because if you look at like so many of his missteps have come with filling up the coaching staff and don't filling let up him the touch roster. the wide receiver. So I'm saying like keep the receivers as is. Like actually, I kind of want I kind of like a guy in the draft. They're like no, 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 Ow. you're not doing it. We because, like Williams. We like Allen. We like Palmer. Yeah. We like Johnson. We like all these guys. Because I think the also the most damning thing for a head coach in like current football and what is maybe the most fireable offense is screwing up a young quarterback. And Belichick has done that, and then some. And not that Mac Jones is this great raw talent, but you can't say he did him any favors. And so, if his his resume the last three years is he took a first round pick quarterback and ruined him, I don't know why people would be like lining up to trade for him. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hey, all right. Let's hear well. from the people. We six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven is the number to jump aboard all night. Let's go to Joe in the car. He will lead things off. On the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. What's up, Joe? Fitzy! Rich! Yo! Hey! I know where Belichick's going. You ready? I'm ready. Let's Hit go. Me. What do you got? It doesn't matter where he's going. Get the heck out of here. He's a bum. Okay? I don't care where he's going. Anywhere but here. Right. The guy is done over here. He's done coaching. They can have him. They can have him. Whoever gets them, they can have him. All I want is no, – I want draft picks. That's all I want. Because wherever he goes, he's gonna. He's not going to win. I mean, the guy's got 18 more wins to beat down Shua. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Get out of here. He's a bum. The guy's a bum. All right, Joe. Thanks for the call. Anytime you have a rock reference, I will uh, I will take it. Good setup. Good delivery. The uh, – that what, was excellent. That was excellent. What could you get for Belichick? And let's say they double their win total, and that might it feels daunting based on uh, watching this team. But let's say they finish the year four and thirteen. The Patriots. The Patriots go four and thirteen. That's optimistic. That op- optimistic. <laughs> Jinx. All right, three and fourteen. Let's say they All win right. one more game. So there's they a, beat the Giants in the toilet bowl. Yep, and then screw themselves on the pick, and then they mm-hmm. kind of they continue the rest of the season. Like, realistically, what could you get for him? I think they're going to ask for a first. Sure. They probably won't get it. No. However, a second-round draft pick from a team like the Chargers, who are probably going to be picking mid-round, or maybe you do a little, uh, you know, I 
Maybe you give them your second and take another. Oh, take you, their yeah, first. you do like a flip and a little, pick, little pick swap. I I'd be down to clown with that, or even maybe a third for I don't know. Hart brought up an interesting point yesterday. We have no idea the details of Bill Belichick's contract. I mean, not. it's sort of recently come out that it seems like it's through the twenty twenty four season, but. Like, does he have a no-trade clause? Or, like, you're like, nonsense like that that you wouldn't even think of? Like, we haven't gone in there. I don't think anybody, like, three people in the world probably know what it is. Mm -hmm. So, like, could he determine where he goes? Because I can't imagine there's a scenario where he wants to go to the Chargers and then Kraft trades him to the Commanders. Like, I don't think that's really going to work out. But at the same time, you don't want to trade him to a team for, like, a fifth-round pick. So it's going to get kind of weird, I would imagine, on how all this is going to play out. Coach trades are always kind of funny to me anyway, but then when you get a guy that is in charge of the whole thing and is also the team's de facto general manager, like, that is really strange. So what was the Sean Payton deal? It was a first and a second, I think. But then they also gave up a third, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds like right. That. Yeah, okay, so why shouldn't Bill Belichick, whose resume is much greater, granted he's also 12 years older than Sean Payton, so there's less time for coaching, but seems like Belichick still has the same kind of interest and vigor that he's had for quite a long time. It doesn't, Maybe not the same on-field or sideline fastball, at least I know you don't believe so. A lot of other people, Joe and the car, don't as well. Yeah. I, I kind of do. If you so, I think he's a worse. I think he, yeah, right. appreciate it. No, I think he is a much worse coach now than he has been, and I feel like I never liked Sean Payton, but Sean Payton's five, his last five seasons with the um, Saints. Saints, he had a winning record in all five of them. He won the division four times, and then he was the he finished second in the division. Then retired for one year to do TV, and then they got him. And like you said, he's he's significantly younger. So yeah, a nice little. By the way, watch out! Watch out! The Broncos. Oh, you saw Frisky. You saw, saw a little. You saw a little bet Dujer on Monday yeah. night come through, babe. I probably should have taken him on the money Same. line, huh? Yep. Mister Unlimited is having a nice little season. They are there. I, I, he they is. Could be surging towards that yeah. final wild card spot. Well, and with all the crap, out. all the crap going on with like the Browns and the Jets and all these teams that like could have been playoff contenders, like mm-hmm. could the freaking Broncos? Russ is that preparing be, his meal to cook. He is. He's cooking something. The Broncos country's riding. They could ride right to the wild card. If for a team to possibly <laughs> lose a game in a season, yeah. seventy to twenty. Yeah, they gave up seventy. They gave up a seventy burger. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. All right, let's go to uh, Paul in Rhode Island. What's going on, Paul? There he is. My man, how are you? Doing great. Hi, Pitchy. Hey, hey, Paul. Listen, I wish, I wish, I wish. Right. I want to sound like Joe from the in the car or the truck. Car. I wish the Patriots lost every two games out of the eight games they lost by the first two games they lost. What? Okay, at least they made an, an exercise and effort. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to repeat what Joe said. Oh, why? What's the These point? These guys are imposters. These guys are imposters to lose like that. If they lost by the two first two games of the season, I would give them credit. All right, Paul, they're, okay, they're terrible. They the, team's, the, the team stinks. What's your, what's your overall point? I thought you were calling about Belichick. Well, my point of Belichick is like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? He's going to go watch his kids from another state? He's going he's gonna to go upstairs and... Three doors down from Jonathan. Jonathan has to take over this team, okay? All right, that's my point. My point is... All right, thank you, Paul, for the call. So he wants Jonathan to take over the team. I mean, let's see what Robert Kraft gets for Bill Belichick or if they make a trade. 
Let's see how that goes first. I'm not worried about that part right now. It just seems like, and what a time too, like seven games left to go. In the, there's still seven games left. Eight weeks uh, of the season, obviously the bye week now, but then seven more games, and it feels like your coach has more than one foot out the door. And not just like your coach. Like he's the guy. Like he is. Feels like he's got one foot out the door. Like we're all we are right now, Rich. All we are is like a leaked story. Maybe even Gary Myers, we even broke it way back in the day when the Patriots were taking on the Packers in yeah. Super Bowl thirty one. Yeah, the yeah. 56 or 58 phone calls from the hotel room Insane. to Hempstead, New yeah. York. Yeah. Like, when are we going to get, like... History you know, is repeating itself. Although Belichick's that team, burner. Although Parcells was bailing on a great team, where Belichick's at least bailing on a horrible team. Yeah, like, wow, absolutely. Talk about, like, just leaving the car with less than half a gallon by the side of the road. And <laughs> like, all right, good luck. I'll call Triple A for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that, that whole... Going back to the... I think it was the Wickersham article again, where... The whole idea was for Belichick to leave this dynastic su- succession plan, whether that was for like you know his kid or whether it was for Mayo or like for somebody to take over and like pass the torch like Montana to Young. It's like mm-hmm. no, the team's awful. The team is awful, and whoever takes over, you know, hopefully they're patient with that guy because it's not going to be a quick turnaround. Like it just not even close. Not even. Not even. No. I mean, like. <laughs> Is there a chance, is there a scenario I could outline for you right now wherein the Patriots get back to a 500-ish level competitive team next year? Yes. Are they going to be playoff bound or in Super Bowl contention in 2024? Unlikely. Yeah, it's tough because then it goes back to like who's the quarterback going to be and if you make a trade, like then you don't have your picks. If you sign a free agent, there's usually not a good list of free agents. And then if you draft a guy, now you're throwing in a rookie, and you better just hope for like the C.J. Stroud type of effect. But yeah, you're there. It feels like a very long ways away. Uh, I don't think I'm following you. <laughs> yeah, David yeah. Cranston, what's up, David? Oh, hi. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty great. How about yourself? Great. Good. Good. Nice. I have a perspective on Bill Belichick that he's really the alpha male in the whole Patriots organization above the Crafts. And anybody that would come along that would try to challenge him, he'd, he'd take care of whoever they were. Like when Moss came, okay. that was his third team, even though he's a big personality. Cam was a big personality. He was toothless when he came. So he's going to do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it. That's how big he is. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is in order to keep your mind focused yes. on this bad season, yes. I looked up. I did some research, and I looked through it. Good. Through the 1985-86 New England Patriots, the first year they went to the Super Bowl, they won three games on the road. And if you remember, Patrick Sullivan got into a fight Mm -hmm. (laughs) against the Raiders, two toughest guys, uh, both uh, Howie Long and on the sidelines as they were leaving the building. So. That was a great team. Yep. All right. Thank you, David. I, I remember, uh, I'm not Sullivan against got that. popped in the chops by Matt Millen. There's that famous photo. So do you? I don't know. I just connecting the dots here. They got the bye week this week. Next week against the Giants, mm-hmm. you got to fight them. That's it. Somebody's got to go out there, drop the gloves, uh, if you will, to, to steal from another sport, and fight somebody. 
I think is what he's saying. Are we going to go full Draymond, or are we just talking about just maybe a little chop punch? I don't need to do a headlock. I would go for like a, I'd go for like a knockout punch. And if you don't get it, then so be it. But that's what like, you go for. Like, like yeah. the days of Andre Johnson versus Cortland Finnegan? Yes, those guys. Or you or you know what? Wait till the guy has a helmet off. Throwing a punch at a guy with a helmet on doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't. You go to the coin toss, right, where it's supposed to be very cordial. <laughs> it's supposed to be just about heads or tails. They don't have the helmets on. You go full swing there. You're like, oh, these guys, oh, they mean business. They're coming out hard after the bye week. They're ready to go. I honestly didn't know what he was talking about. I'll tell you what, Al, there still seems to be plenty of fight in Bill Belichick. Patriots. (laughs) Oh, there does not. This team is not great. Vic is in Connecticut. What's up, Vic? Vic. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Happy holidays to you and your family. Hey, yep, I'd like same. to ask both you guys a question. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm a 49 I'm a forty nine er fan. Nice. But mm-hmm. I'm also on the Mac Island. Ugh. And I would just like to ask you guys that if Mac was surrounded by the talent that the forty nines have, have around him, do you think that he would progress or degress? Do I think that he would progress or regress? Um, he would he would improve drastically, Vic. So he's looking to see. Yeah, so but he wouldn't play, be. They, he's they playing wouldn't a little be what if good. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. He, they wouldn't be as good. Like Mac Jones would be much better there for sure. But if they but. if Belichick and everything that they've done in New England never got to him, and he was on the Brock Purdy plan from day one. Oh, he, true. let's say he. Yeah, that's yeah. who they took at three, as opposed to the waste on Trey Lance. Would he be better? The answer is yes, significantly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because now it's, at this point, it's hard to separate like the damage done versus just what the quarterback was. Mm-hmm. You know, because the whole thing about you know uh, when Mac Jones got drafted and the year that he got drafted, compared to those other quarterbacks, everybody sort of said, maybe with the exception of Trevor Lawrence, like Mac Jones kind of is what he is, and he's he's going to be a guy that is a smart quarterback and like all that other stuff. But he's sort of at his ceiling. I think they say that about a lot, like a lot of Nick Saban guys. To be honest, like they already they mm-hmm. coached the crap out of, they maximized them, and now what are you going to get out of it? So yeah, if you went to Kyle Shanahan, because like Brock Purdy doesn't have a lot of over the top skills. It's why he was the last pick in the draft for God's mm-hmm. sakes. So yeah, he'd he'd be a lot better. But now it's like it's hard to even imagine Mac Jones playing like a good full game. Like it's just really difficult to envision that. That Purdy kid though, you know what he's got? He's got Moxie. Moxie, absolutely, he's got Moxie. Dan's in Rhode Island. What's up, Dan? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Hey, Good. Danny. How are you? Hey, Fitz. Um, you stole my thunder with the precedent with Parcells walking out and on a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Like, those wheels were in motion way before, you know, it actually happened. Right. Um, but I just want to I just want to go see if this is a comparable where the Patriots state of Patriots. Are we as bad? Now, just consider the situation, not yes. that the people involved. Are we at the Victor Kayam, Dick McPherson level right now? I mean, it's, Are we there? it's pretty bad. I mean, they have two wins on the year, and it's hard. you're hard-pressed to give them many more. I mean, this Giants game is going to be a true coin toss. I I, I just, yeah. yeah, there's no – like, there's no – there's nothing to look forward to except the draft pick. True. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to draw comparables to how bad this actually is. All we're missing is, like – Zeke Moat, you know, a sexual harassment <laughs> oh, lawsuit at this point. But uh, the good old days, Fitz, the good old days. Oh, we, it's coming oh, we full are circle. There. Yeah, it's coming Dang, full circle. A lot are. of people don't uh, remember or they they didn't even live through it. I mean, the nope, Patriots nope. were 
I mean, we at did. one point, horrible. Just horrible. Oh, just the pits. Super. Just there the was pits. a three-year stretch, Rich. Yeah. They had three wins, one win, and two wins. Uh, McPherson went... Two and fourteen and three and thirteen. No, no, no I'm looking Rust at it. I'm looking at one, it now. In nineteen ninety, Rust went one and fifteen. One and fifteen, yeah. McPherson somehow went six and ten the next year, but then they dropped down to two and fourteen. Oh, he did go six and ten one year. Yeah, but that's three years, nine wins. Nine wins, my bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean <laughs> fell down to three and thirteen. Good lord. Yeah, but that they, was a that was, yeah. so that was a ten wins over three years. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, we kind of are hey, actually it could be two wins. This year and eight last yeah. year could be ten wins over two years, which is just unthinkable. Brady used to have ten wins before Thanksgiving, right? Oh yeah. So they went. They uh, they get blown out in the Super Bowl, but they still made the Super Bowl in the '85 season. The next year they made the playoffs, and then after that, it was a seven-year drought, no playoffs for seven years. Which it's again, pre- it's all pre-craft. Some franchises are used to that, but this franchise yeah. certainly is not. I mean, that is. That is brutal. I mean, we're looking at back-to-back, no playoffs, and that would be for the first time since 99-2000. But then 0-1 went pretty well. And it doesn't feel like things are uh, are on the upward swing. So we'll continue taking your phone calls. There's some new information out there about Bill Belichick's next destination. There's also a report out there about how the Patriots players feel about their teammate, Mac Jones. So we'll get to all that with you, 617-779-7937. We'll also try to make some money with the bet du jour coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. Here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEEI. Time now for the bet du jour. What is that? Great question. It's the bet of the day where we try to win you some money. Monday and Thursday, we bet the primetime games. The rest of the week, we try to find some uh, NBA, NHL, college football, hard hit on college football yesterday, whatever else you can get out there. So uh, Tuesday night college football game? Mac. Maction. Wow, Maction at his finest. He doubled down because last week he went Maction. He took the same Northern Illinois Huskies. They lost. This time they won, and they covered the spread and then some. So, yeah, back-to-back Tuesday games for the Northern Illinois Huskies. Hey, uh, listen, if you can just – we're looking for winners. I don't care what the hell it is. Uh, Joe Braverman's in for Stiz tonight. Uh, Joe, what is your bet du jour? I'm going to go local here. I'm going to go Celtics and Sixers now. This is going to be a real test, I think, for Philly – or uh, sorry for Boston because mm-hmm. no Jalen Brown, no Kristaps Porzingis. That means someone's got to step up with Jason Tatum. I think that guy is going to be Drew Holiday. I'm going to take the bet for him to score at least 20 points. It's a 165 right now, a plus 165. Ooh. I think Holiday is just that veteran who knows how to step up when big pieces are not playing. So ah, that's a really good. I'll one. go with Drew Holiday. That's well thought out. That's uh, well reasoned. Similarly, I was thinking that uh, because it's an ESPN game, they just lost to the Sixers. The two guys that you mentioned aren't playing. Jason Tatum's number is high, and I'll still take the over. It's 31.5, but who else is shooting? I mean, Holiday will, but I think both of those guys could hit the over, and they're still going to need help from others. Like Tatum, every time he gets the ball, he should probably shoot based on uh, who's not playing in the game. So I will take Tatum over 31.5. Fitzy, what do you got? All right, so I'm getting a little crazy with mine tonight as well. Now, that news to me of Jalen Brown and the Zinger being out tonight is a a little fresh, but it's not going to change my pick, nor is it going to waver my confidence. 
I'm going to pick the Celtics to cover the spread, which was four earlier today. It's down to two and a half. Okay. And I'm feeling so good about it, I'm rolling it straight into a same-game parlay with Luka Doncic over 29.5 points tonight Ooh. against the D-less Washington Wizards because oh, there's yeah. no defense on that team. No, that is a t- That's a plus 267 right there for you, kids. You see Jordan you- Poole? I haven't seen him recently. So Jordan Poole's been horrible. And yeah, uh the team's pretty bad. Somebody posted, like, I think it was a TikTok of Jordan Poole, and they were like at the game, they're like, Jordan Poole during timeouts is a sight to be seen. And oh, jo- I've seen jo- this. I've this? seen this. Yeah, oh where he's God. like where he's like telling the whole huddle, I got this. He's, he's not like, even paying attention to the play. He's not paying attention to the coach. He like threw his towel down like three times. He like turned his back to the coach. He's talking to the team. But then, like, they break the huddle, and he, like, freezes and tries to, like, glance at the clipboard. Like, he clearly wasn't paying attention the entire time. And uh, Paul Pierce even tweeted about him the other night. They're like, hey, when you're the uh, the one guy on the scouting report every night, it's not as easy, is it? And he's just getting destroyed in mess. Washington. But, uh, all right, there you go. So Celtics and uh, Sixers tonight. We got Tatum over 31.5, Drew Holiday 20 or more, Celtics minus 2.5 with the Luka 30-point night. So uh, add it all together. We'll have updates on that throughout the evening. But let's go back to the phones. Uh, talking a lot of Bill Belichick here and the state of the Patriots. Mark is in Rockport. What's going on, Mark? Hey, boys. How are you? Good. Hey, Mark. All right. Unpopular take here, but after the 20 years of success we've had with the four major teams, I'm just not going to get bummed out right now. You know, going back to beating the Rams, uh, the Snowball, Brady with the forward pass that wasn't a fumble. Vinatieri with the kick in the snow, et cetera, et cetera. Butler did it in the end zone. Uh, for the Red Sox, coming back three zip to the Yankees and the relevant championships after that. And plus the Celtics and Bruins haven't been so bad for the past couple decades. Imagine being from Detroit or Atlanta. I mean, yeah. welcome to the rest of the world. So I'm just not going to get all upset about what's going on right now. All right. I mean, I guess that's a very positive uh, approach on it, but like, Imagine being from Detroit. I'm not. I'm not. We're not. We're from uh, Boston. We're from or around Boston. We grew up as Boston fans. uh, Suffered through a lot of bad years, depending on how old you are. You you suffered through a lot of bad years. You got this unbelievable run of success. But what? Now you're just good, and you're like, I'm good as like a sports fan. I'm 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 cashed. I also think Fitzy. It's like I remember going back to '04, for example, and everybody like I had seen the Red Sox win the World Series the same number of times as my dad and the same number of times as my grandfather. Like, that's insane. Like, we'd all seen him win once in 04. And part of you, and I'm sure we all said crazy things like, they never need to win again. They never even need to be good again because they got the World Series. But then when you're sitting through an 162-game season where they stink, I'm not really thinking back to 04. Like, I'm like, why is this team blowing? How are they not better? And it's the same thing with the Patriots. Like, I know it'll never be as good as the Tom Brady run where they're making the Super Bowl half the time that they're playing. Like, I no. get that. But also, like, watching that game against the Colts, watching that game against the Saints, like, it doesn't need to bottom out this bad, does it? No, it shouldn't have to. It shouldn't be this bad. My one point to Mark is, you know, there's that old adage from Ted Sarandis, the great WEI late night <laughs> guy, that uh, you're not supposed to complain for five years after your team wins a championship. So if the Pats win six, then that buys us a 30-year window of no bitching. Okay, except we're also from Boston, and (laughs) that's what we do best, besides blame other people for our problems and honking traffic. So to me, 
it's sort of like, well, if you feel a competitive team that is emblematic of the ethic and the soul and spirit of New Englanders and mass holes, then I'm fine with it. But if you're going to have a team like this that everyone said from Jump Street, like, hey, Bill, hey, football monarch, yeah. there are several glaring holes, and I can see that from here. How come you can't see it from where you are? Hello? Then it's you're allowed to be frustrated. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, and I mean, if you can just live in the past and so be it, I'm not even making fun of Mark. I'm just saying like, if that's nope. what you want to do, like, great. Pop in the old, uh, Oh four DVD. I got that line around yeah. somewhere. Every single game from that playoff run. Go ahead. Watch those four and a half hour games where they're coming back and beating the Yankees. Great. Go ahead and do it. Uh, you guys can join the show. 617-779-7937. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at rich Keefe show. We go <clears throat> one hour down three hours to go. Here on the program, continue with your phone calls talking about uh, the future of the Patriots and Bill Belichick specifically. Also, Rob Gronkowski had some interesting things to say as it relates to Mac Jones. So we'll get to all that with you coming up next year in the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy W E E I.